welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Today, I wanted to do sort of a deep dive on the three main sleeping options that you have when overlanding. Now, again, there are going to be some outliers. There are going to be some other ones that maybe aren't as popular or as central to overlanding as these three I'm going to talk about. Um, But I'm going to try and focus on the main three, and those are hammock, tent camping, and rooftop tent camping. So again, I just want to kind of go one by one, break them all down, and give you the pros and cons. So if you aren't sure that you whether you need a rooftop tent or not to be an overlander, or whether you want to be a hammock camper, or what's involved with it, or whether a ground tent works for you, this video should be a great source of info regarding those three options. So let's get into the top three options for overlanding and which one might be right for you. All right, guys. So as I mentioned in the intro, uh, today I'm talking about hammock camping versus ground tent camping versus a rooftop tent camping. And again, I'm going to go one by one. I'm going to go really deep. And it's almost going to be me kind of pondering it because I've hit a point where I've had a rooftop tent. I'm currently, as you can see, going to be using a hammock tonight. I've had a ground tent too, but I have a buddy with a gazelle and I'm kind of really jealous of that sometimes. It's so quick and easy to set up. He can do a base camp style camp with it. It's way quicker than setting up my hammock and all that stuff that it takes to do that. It's not quite as quick as my rooftop tent, but then I have to tear down every morning when we want to go hit trails. So again, I'm going to kind of go through each of those three options. I'm going to give you pros and cons. I'm going to kind of give you my thoughts on like what one I'm leaning towards, right? Because I... I'm just not sure, but I want to kind of go through all three of them. And maybe by the end of this episode, we will all kind of figure out together which one's right for each of us. So there's no right or wrong answers here, right? There, there may be something that works better for you than me, but again, I want to give you as much info as possible, as much of the like years of thinking about this as I've put into it and kind of where I'm at right now in hopes that it will save you some time and or money while you're thinking of your setup. So let's start with hammock camping because I'm here right now. It's winter. It's about 39 degrees right now outside. It's a little chilly, I'm not going to lie. And tonight it's supposed to get down into the low 20s. So I do have my hammock here, and I'm going to be doing a good little experiment to see just how cold I'm going to get tonight in the low 20s. Um, I have camped down into the 30s before and had no problems with it, and now I have an underquilt. So I'm actually pretty excited. I think I'm going to sleep pretty well tonight. So anyway, so when talking about hammock camping, here are, let's start with some pros. The pros are really small footprint, right? Hammocks take up almost no room. Even that one that is sort of an all-in-one solution with a hammock, a built-in bug net, and the rain fly, the yellow thing you can see there, it has a built-in rain fly. So it's not going to rain tonight, but it's supposed to be really windy. So I put that thing on to kind of keep the wind out and sort of cocoon myself in the hammock tonight. Um, So footprint is really, really small. Weight is really, really light, right? They're way lighter than like a gazelle is a pretty good sized tent. A rooftop tent can weigh hundreds of pounds, right? Or at least 100, 150 pounds. And that weight's up high. So you can get the weight down lower. You can, you know, more easily store something like a hammock in your vehicle. You could even put it under a seat or in a bin or on your roof in in a box. There's tons of ways that you can store a hammock and keep it where it takes up almost no room. So, you know, that is definitely a pro. Another pro is that it's really comfortable in my opinion. Like I've done ground temp I've done ground camping and slept terribly. You know, you gotta have a mattress or you've gotta have, you know, an inflatable mattress or, you know, some sort of 
cot or there's just a lot of extra stuff you have to bring. So with a hammock, just by the nature of it, the fact that you're kind of hanging from a tree suspended, uh, it's, it's a little bit more comfortable in my opinion than a ground tent. Um, another pro is versus a tent, it is off the ground. So, you know, it kind of combines the pros of a rooftop tent that's up off the ground and a little bit further away from, say, animals, bugs, that kind of thing. Um, rain, too. If it's raining, you're not on the ground in the water where the water's pooling under you and starting to flood your tent. Um, so that is a good thing about hammocks is it does get you up off the ground. So now let's talk cons, right? Um, one thing that I will say as a person that enjoys craft beer is that if you do drink a few craft beers and you have to get out in the middle of the night, it can be pretty inconvenient, right? It's not as easy as just climbing out of a ground tent and walking to a tree and you know doing your business. So there is that. It is a little bit less convenient to get out of in the middle of the night. You also, if you are sleeping, camping with your family or your significant other, you know, it's, that's pretty tough in a hammock. You can get some two-person hammocks and things like that. Pretty much all of them, though, that I've seen or I've ever had have been one-person hammocks, and uh, it doesn't really work for that. So, you know, you are going to be, it is, if you're going solo a lot, a hammock may make sense. Otherwise, it's a con. Um, another con is versus, like, a rooftop tent or a ground tent, you don't have any place to, like, store stuff. You can't really, like, change your clothes in there. So, like, you know, if you're on a longer trip and you wanted to, you know, sort of wipe yourself down with some wet wipes to clean up a little bit and maybe change your shirt and your pants and stuff, you're not going to be doing that in a hammock. It's very, I mean, you might be able to. I have changed pants in a hammock. It is like wrestling with a grizzly bear to try and do that. But, you know, it, it doesn't provide you with like a space where you can do other things besides sleep, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So that is one of the cons of it as well. Another thing that may be a con, it kind of depends on your setup, is that obviously it's not going to be quite as warm as like a rooftop tent or a tent with a, say, diesel heater plugged in and, you know, pumping into it. I am also, though, kind of coming up with an idea where I'm going to mount a diesel heater in my truck, and if I had a hammock hanging off the side of my truck, I'm pretty sure I could get that tube into that hammock with that uh, cover over top of it and get it pretty warm in there. So anyways, um, maybe a con if you are more of a winter camper like myself and you don't want to be sort of up suspended with cold air blasting all around you in the winter. So those are kind of my pros and cons of hammock camping. Again, I love hammock camping. I, that's why I'm kind of trying it tonight, even though it's supposed to be really cold, because I want to try and make that work. That may be something that I do in the future just to shave weight, get weight up from up high where my rooftop tent is now and get it down. And it won't take up nearly as much space as say a rooftop tent on top of your rig. So next let's dive into ground tents. Again, this is something that I did for a really long time, like two or three years, uh, over the last five years, probably more than half of that time, I was a what I would consider a tent camper. Um, started out with just a tent on the ground and then would, you know, bring like a, a blow up inflatable cheap mattress. That thing always was out of air and flat by the next morning. My back was killing me, so I kind of stopped that. Then I got to where I was bringing a cot, and the cot actually was pretty comfortable and not too bad. Um, kind of fixed that, but then I had, you know, uh, you've got your sleeping bag, you've got your pillow, you've got your tent, and a lot of the tents are pretty good size, especially like a gazelle or something like that. They're huge. And then you've got your cot, which in my case, the one that I had was about as big as the bag for a gazelle. So I just had so much gear that I didn't have room in my truck for, for all the stuff that I needed to go on a trip. So, but diving into pros first of ground tents. Um, again, if you have something like a Gazelle, or I used to have a Coleman pop-up tent, really inexpensive, maybe 50, 60, 70 bucks, um, but it, it actually has fiberglass poles in it and it folds flat. You kind of fold it in like almost like a like a laundry hamper, you know, that you can kind of collapse. You would fold it flat and it would go in a bag and it would take up very little space for a tent. It'd be flat. I mean, it was big, but it was flat. Um, but it's very quick to set up. You take it out of the bag and kind of throw it up in the air and it just pops open. 
and you just stake it down and you're good to go. Um, so that was really nice as far as setup goes. Gazelles, again, very similarly, you pull out the walls and basically the roof and then you've got a tent. It's really easy to pack down, really easy to uh, unpack and set up. So nowadays with the technology that you've got with tents, a pro is definitely set up in most cases. Now, if you have one that is like your typical sort of old school standard one that has the fiberglass poles that you have to put together and you have to run them through like a sleeve to you know, get the tent stood up and it usually takes a couple people because you're kind of, you know, wrestling with these stakes on the bottom where you got to get the poles into them and it's just kind of a nightmare, that's obviously going to be a con. But if you get something like a gazelle or something that's a little bit fancier, a little bit nicer, costs a little more money, then uh, a ground tent can be a great option. And and when I say a little bit more money, it's they're not expensive. Even a really nice gazelle is like 400 bucks. And you can get them cheaper. You can find them used all the time. You know, you can spend more if you want. There are other things like the shift pods and things like that that cost a bunch of money. So you can be as fancy or as budget-minded as you want. Again, my Coleman tent was like 50 bucks. So budget is not necessarily a pro or a con, just depending on which one you get. Um, another pro of it is, you know, unlike the hammock, you do get some room in it, especially something like, I know I keep saying it, a gazelle. They are pretty good size. You can stand up in most of them. So if you need a place to, you know, take a dog in with you, if you've got a dog or especially a big dog, and you need a, a, something that is going to give you a place to sleep where you can bring a dog in, a ground tent's a great option. If you need to change clothes, if there are more than one of you, if you've got a family of four and you need a place that is going to allow you all to get in and sleep and change clothes and get up and move around and things like that, that is definitely a pro of the ground tent. Another thing is, as I mentioned earlier from the hammock, it's tough to get out of in the middle of the night if you have to go to the bathroom. Ground tent's easy, right? Unzip it, climb out of the thing, go to the bathroom, climb back in, zip it back up, you're done. Um, easier than a rooftop tent. You don't have to climb down any ladders or anything like that in the middle of the night, so that's kind of a pro of the ground tent. Now, as far as cons go, I one thing that kind of got me away from ground tents is, again, if it rains and you're on the ground, no matter how good the bottom of the tent is, you're still likely to get some water in the tent. You may, you know, have some puddling happening, things like that. Another sort of con of ground tents, in my opinion, is it's way easier to track in bugs and dirt and things like that. A lot of the times, especially with kids, you know, my kids are just going to jump in there with their shoes on without taking them off. And then you've got dust and dirt and all kinds of stuff everywhere all over the ground of that tent. Versus like a rooftop tent where you have to climb up some ladder, like a ladder, and you can take your shoes off before you get in. It's a little bit more separated from the world. Same with a hammock, right? You sort of sit in the hammock, you take your shoes off, you're good to go. But in a ground tent, because it's so easy to get in and out of, a lot of the times you're going to just track stuff in. Bugs are going to get in. It's just going to happen with a ground tent. Another con is comfort. I know a lot of you are probably going to post up in the comments and be like, I'm super comfortable in my ground tent. I have a really nice, you know, memory foam inflatable mattress that's like sleeping on my bed at home. That's true, but it's more gear to bring and it's sizable gear, right? So, you know, for me, the ground tent, I've done it a lot and I'm kind of out of it. I don't know that I would do a ground tent again just because of how much gear you have to bring if you're going to do a ground tent. Um, but again, it might be just perfect for you. You can also really easily run a diesel heater into it, like I mentioned. So that's another pro. So if you have a family, if you have a big dog, if you want to be able to base camp, if you want to be able to leave something behind and then go out and hit trails and come back at the end of the day, a ground tent might be perfect for you. So getting into rooftop tents. This is what I have considered myself for the last couple of years, and I do still really like rooftop tents. And I likely will continue to be a rooftop tent camper, and I'll tell you why. Um, as soon as we get through pros and cons. So let's start with pros. The pros of the rooftop tent is, one, it's always on your rig. 
So, you know, versus having to like remember to get the gazelle and get the cot and get the air mattress and get the pillow and get all this stuff, you can pack in a lot of cases with a lot of those rooftop tents, you can pack all your bedding in there, even your pillow sometimes. And um, you can just have everything right there ready to go. And it's always on your truck. So like if you get a chance to go for a weekend, you can hop in, throw in some food and drinks and you know, you're, you're all set. Everything's already loaded on your rig, which I like. Now, some people take off their rooftop tents and store them in their garages, things like that. That could definitely be a con, right? Like, because they're so heavy and big to have to take those things off using some sort of pulley system or, you know, a couple of boards and sliding it down the back, there that could definitely be considered a con if you have to take the thing off. I leave mine on 24-7, so for me, it's definitely a pro. Um, another pro of the rooftop tent is, you know, if you're, you know, a little bit worried about animals, bugs, that kind of thing, then it gets you up off the ground. I have far less problems with bugs coming into that, my rooftop tent, than I do a ground tent. Um, far less problems with any sort of animals messing with anything, raccoons trying to take anything. If you've got food up there and stuff, you don't have to worry about it as much as you would when you're on the ground. So that is definitely a pro as well. Another thing is just the view, right? Like it, it, there is something really nice about waking up and kind of being able to see out further around you um, at camp when you're up on the roof versus like being on the ground or being in a hammock and you open it up and you can see 10 feet around you, you know, through the trees. Um, it is kind of nice being up on the top of the vehicle. Another pro of rooftop tents is a lot of them like mine come with channel on top of them. So you can actually affix other things. Like I've stored uh, my recovery boards up there. I've stored, I have like a gun case up there where I keep my sort of essentials, like things like my fire pit, fold flat fire pit, a like portable shower kind of thing, portable shovel, like some tools and stuff like that that I don't use all the time, but I wanna have with me in case I need them. So you do have some additional storage options uh, potentially on top of your rooftop tent, which is really nice. Um, and then one last pro of the rooftop tent is because of their style, now it kind of depends on the one you get, right? Like if you get sort of like a soft shell one, like a Smitty built or a Tapui or something like that, then they're basically like a tent that you would use on the ground just up on top of your vehicle. So they're very similar. In my case, I have sort of an aluminum hard shell wedge style tent which what I like about that is that you have a rigid outside. So it's almost kind of like a mini trailer or a mini camper or something like that, where you actually have some protection. So, you know, if something were to fall, if a, a limb would fall from above and hit the top of that, I have two millimeters of aluminum between me and that, that limb. So I have something to protect me from falling limbs, things like that. Um, also high winds and things like that, they do a little bit better than like a ground tent and probably a lot better than a hammock. So you've got a little bit more stability there um, if you're in, you know, inclement weather. So now let's talk about cons of a rooftop tent. Again, if you have a family, like mine is seven foot long by four feet across. That's good for about two adults and that's a little tight even. So we're shoulder to shoulder in there. If my wife comes with me, um, there's not a ton of room. If we bring our kids, we bring a ground tent. We throw a ground tent up on the ground for them and we sleep in the rooftop tent. So that's one of the cons if you're looking for a family. Now there are some that will keep four people up there, right? So then you just have to get a bigger one, but then that's where the biggest con comes in probably, which is price. Rooftop tents are extremely pricey. Even the cheapest ones that I've seen on Amazon, and I'll drop a couple links to them below because I'm actually kind of looking at them as like potential options, are about a thousand bucks. But especially if you want to get a four person tent, you could be talking 2,500 to five grand, right? So they do get really expensive. Another con is that it gives you a bunch of weight up high, which if you're actually off-roading and taking some aggressive sort of off-camber trails, that can be a big con, right? Like it's not great to have 100, 150, 200 pounds up high on top of your vehicle, pulling it from side to side when you hit those off-camber sections. So that can definitely be a concern, all that weight up high. Another con, as I've kind of mentioned earlier, is that if you are moving camp every single day, but coming back to the same area, if you are a rooftop tent person, you have to pack up your stuff every day. 
I'll give you a good example. A few months ago, I went to Wisconsin and we were camping in one spot for three nights and three days. And every day we'd go hit trails. And everybody else threw out a trailer or threw out, uh, you know, like a camper or things like that. Like one of the guys had a TC teardrops teardrop. Um, they just unhooked those things and they left them there. Once they set them up once, they were set for all three days. For me, I had my awning out. I had my rooftop tent open. I had my bed down in the back. I'm cooking. I'm doing all this stuff. Every single morning, I'd have to pack all that stuff up, pack down my rooftop tent, put in my awning, all that stuff every day just to go hit trails and then reset it up every night, which can get pretty inconvenient, especially if that's kind of your type of overlanding that you do. If you're more of a base camp type person, a rooftop tent may be a really big disadvantage. All right, so let's kind of wrap this up. So again, that was the three kind of main options that I came up with for or have used for overlanding. I probably am going to stay a rooftop tent camper just because I think most of the time my type of overlanding is go out and explore, hit a new campsite, camp. Go out and explore, hit a new campsite, camp. I don't usually base camp very often. So for me, having to set it up, the rooftop tent is really easy and quick to set up, really easy and quick to tear down. As long as I'm not coming back to the same place every day, it's really pretty convenient. Um, also, I like having it on the truck all the time because, you know, being a dad with a couple of kids and stuff, some weekends, you know, things might just open up. We might have had plans and those plans get canceled and then all of a sudden I can go and get a trip. But if I have to pack everything up, then I'm losing time. I don't get to go out as much. Sometimes I just can't even get everything packed up. So I will probably stay rooftop tent camper. I am considering the hammock option. I do think that that may be a good one for me. Again, because it's so much smaller, it will shave the weight from up high. It doesn't take up a ton of room and I'm really comfortable with it. I've got enough gear now that I feel like I could do it year round and uh, be pretty happy. So that may be an option in the future for me. But what's right for you? Post up in the comments below. Let me know what type of overlanding you do um, and let me know what you think works best. Or if you have questions, I'd be happy to kind of jump in. If, if you give me a little bit of information, kind of tell you based on what I've learned, yeah, I think this makes a lot of sense for you or maybe it doesn't, right? So again, I hope that was helpful for you. If it was, click the like button. If you're not already, click that subscribe button, click the bell to be notified when new videos drop. I do a couple every week. So if you're looking for newbie overlanding content like this in general, you'll get that. There's also do-it-yourself modifications and gear reviews and things like that. So if you're into gear, I love gear. I do gear reviews every week pretty much. Um, so tons of content for you here on that stuff. Um, also in the description down below are links to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I've got a Patreon and we have an exclusive Discord for those folks that we all kind of chat in and we once a month we kind of get together on a Zoom call and hang out and talk about our builds and just kind of, you know, shoot the you know what and, and hang out. So if that sounds good, join the Patreon group. And then last but not least, there is the Newbie Overlanders Facebook group. And uh, this, this group is full of new overlanders and experienced overlanders, but it's different from the big groups because everybody's really nice. We're not going to have a bunch of garbage in there and meme wars and things like that. So if you want to come and hang out with a group that's going to help you out, help you learn more stuff, that's a great group as well. Um, so again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.